Welcome to K-Talk, and today's episode is really special. It's about business and reciprocity of business as we are in these winter months. Let's get into it. Happy holidays, everyone, and happy December. The year is almost done. This is our December intro. I just want to wish everyone lots of peace and lots of blessing this December holiday. Take care, be well, and see you guys in 2022. So, welcome back to the Business Talk. This is where we talk about business. It's Thursday, yay. So let's talk about this. So, you know, the holidays are approaching. I've spoken a lot about ad campaigns and business during the holidays and you know, kind of resting, cutting back, but working effectively, working smart and not hard. I've been saying all of that. But I also want to talk about something that is often not spoken about in business, and that's the laws of reciprocity. And I'm really moved to talk about this today because in my business, you know, I, you know, not just my business, but in the past, I've observed other people who have businesses and they tend to do well no matter the weather, the season, like, you know, they could not do ad campaigns, they could not be promoting their business and they're still gaining clientele and repeat customers. And I've always kind of like wondered about this and this is not like biblical or whatever, maybe a little bit spiritual, but I've always kind of like wondered, like, how do people get these opportunities that other people do not get? You will notice that some people spend a lot of money on their business. They work incredibly hard and they still don't garner as much as the next person. And that's because I want to talk about the laws of reciprocity and the laws of reciprocity and how it responds in the business world. You can even call it karmic or universal laws. Um, But I believe that for all of us, no matter if you start a business or you're working for somebody else, we all need to get paid for our business and the things that we do 150%. I will never tell you that that is not a thing. But today I want to specifically talk about karmic pay. I don't want to talk about physical pay. We'll touch on physical pay, but I want to talk about karmic pay. When you do things inside of your business that will garner you future customers Not necessarily right now, but down the road, especially as we move into 2022 and even for the rest of your lives. I feel like this is very important and it's something that needs to be spoken about. So here's what I want to discuss today. Um, In my business, personally, in one of my businesses, more so than the rest, I have garnered customers over the years. My private business actually started because somebody I had worked for... um, another family doing something and basically you know it was a deconstructed situation and I ended up moving on to another job obviously and um the fam there was another family that saw me and offered me this opportunity to work with them and help their um their loved one develop skills and at the time I was like oh wow like what a big blessing that is right out of nowhere like this this they've asked me to do this and it was excellent extra money that I could make when I was, you know, working, and I was kind of working a lot, and it was just hectic. I'm always the type of person, I always have like two, three, maybe four or five jobs, Um, but I'm always doing that. I'm always working, I'm making myself better, and I'm always wanting to do other things. So they offered me this opportunity, and I was doing it, and it was fine, and then they kind of referred me to somebody else, so then I was taking in extra hours. And that's kind of how my business had started. 
so at the time I really wasn't doing much like um from my personal clients like I was teaching them functional skills learning how to cook learning how to use social skills playing games with them teaching them um how to you know how to recognize social cues which is very important and if you know anybody who has sort of like an intellectual disability or a cognitive disability um social skills are something that they don't really have it's something that has to be taught to them so naturally how some people I mean even though people are unconscious they can pick up on social cues and social skills it's a little bit different and the way that they process information is also different so things that um you know I hate to use that word but like let's just say regular people you know but just be like oh whatever um when you have an intellectual disability or a cognitive um impairment those things that some of us just go whatever it becomes heightened for them and they have different levels of trauma that can form as a result so I would go in and I would teach them skills coping mechanisms teach them words and phrases that people use that are not offensive but to them they may take it offensively because their processing is a bit different so I that's what I do in my business and I do it quite often which is why if anybody has gone to Real Queen Hypnosis, you'll see that there's a side now I have opened to start taking in um, more clients. Not many, but a few more. Anyways, um, you know, that's how that business got started. And I always thought like, okay, like whatever. Like, I don't love being in the social sector. I'm just going to be honest. I don't love it. Um, I love it on my terms. So when I work for myself and I run my business, I love it because I can do what I want. Um, and I can see the bigger picture for my specific clients and dealing with their families one-to-one is a lot more. When you work for, um, whether it is a company or an agency or whatever, you don't specifically work one-to-one with families. It's really the agency and another agency and then the family and then the owner and then you. So it's a little bit different. I like to be one-to-one with my clients because I can offer them a lot more support, whether it is coaching or support or functional training. So I can do sort of like what I want with the permission of the family, which I totally believe in. So I just wanted to give you sort of like this synopsis of why I'm going to talk about reciprocity so you understand what I'm saying I'm not just talking about this just for saying I'm talking about this in general had it not been for the family approaching me I can't tell you that I would have opened a private business that was in that regard um so that's what I want to say about that now moving forward as the years have progressed um I've been referred to do referred by many other people so I take on other clients Not only have I been referred in that aspect, I've done other things. I don't charge families when I text clients or whatever. I only charge, and if the client calls me to just chat, I do not charge the family. I only charge them when it is something that is more serious or it is something that is more, by what I mean serious, it's like we're going out, like we're, we're going out on an event or whatever the situation is. But when a client calls me to say, hey, what's going on? I just wanted to check in, see how you were. I don't charge for that. I don't think it's appropriate. Um, And the reason that this is really important to this conversation is because this is my version of reciprocity. Um, You know, times have been hard where I could be like, you know what, I'm going to start charging for this. I need to start. No, I've never done that. And that's how I've always maintained my clientele. I've gotten referrals and I've retained my loyalty. For every client that I have privately, I have learned something from each and every family. 
which is so wonderful. It makes me not hate the social sector, to be honest. But that's because for me, for a long time, working in the social sector, I deal a lot with bureaucracy. Um, So running a private business myself and knowing how the system works and meeting families and understanding their concerns and how I can help them because my hands are not tied. Like how much I work for a family is really garnered by what I really want to do, what the family wants me to do and what I possibly can do for them, which is why I love what I do. But again, I don't charge for certain things. Now, this is Other people will charge for a text message. They will charge for a phone call. If they go for a visit, they're going to charge, like, as in, like, the family invites them to dinner. They're billing those hours. And, I mean, y'all know I love law. I will be practicing law. Um, And I definitely believe in billing, 100%. But I also believe in building my business. Billing is not as important to me as building my business within itself, meaning that people know what they're going to get, so they will recommend me to other people. I've also been blessed with the families that I've worked with that they have other connections in which they've introduced me to other circles to push other materials and to do other things. And that's what I'm talking about, reciprocity. If you want to run a successful and functional business, you need to operate on some level of reciprocity. I am never saying that you should work for free. I am never, ever saying that, okay? I believe that everything you do should come with a price tag and a cost because you know, freeness doesn't put gas in your car, right? Words don't help pay your bills or keep your light on. And when you are strapped financially, you know, that's the hardest, you know, not having enough money. So I get that. So what I'm trying to say is that if you work in a business such as, let's say, the skincare, your business is small. Most of the people that are listening to this, they have smaller businesses. Um, And if your business is small, you know, you cannot afford to give things away. I'm sorry, you just can't. And I get you 100% and you're like, what is she talking about? But if there is something that you can do for clients, your, especially your loyal clients that you have maybe had or people who you see promote you online or some version of that, there is something that you could offer them within your business, whether that's like a free, if you do feet, a free pedicure or if you do hands like, you know, 50% off or something to show your client appreciation. A lot of people today when they run businesses do not operate in reciprocity. And that is a hot, hot problem. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. You need to apply the rules of reciprocity in your business if you want it to grow and do well. Because I can tell you, sure, I could have charged families for text messaging. I could have charged them for phone calls. But do I think that I would have gotten my business to where it is right now where I'm not actually, to be honest, I don't ask customers to come to me. They've just been coming right? Sometimes I have to put like on a waiting list because I just have too many clients or I have to give my attention to where, you know, my bread and butter to the people that have supported me from the get-go. And that's what I'm saying. Like if I, if I just operated on that, like, let me charge them for all these things. I don't think my business would get to where it is, but I think because I operate in the laws of reciprocity of you give and you get, I am always very lucky and very blessed. And now that's why I want to talk about service and product-based businesses during reciprocity. And also if you're currently having a hard time. I know that when times are tough, whether it's financially, emotionally, physically, a lot of business people, they tend to um, 
not gouge prices, but they tend to make them a little bit more than what they should be. I guess upcharge is the word I'm looking for. And there's nothing wrong with upcharges, right? Inflation kicks in. Um, if you get products from another country, like um, importation, exportation, all those charges go up frequently. It's not like, you know, um, products change. It's a lot. So, I mean, I get it. It's really difficult. But, you know, as time progresses, people are looking for companies or um businesses that are more personal now that sounds weird because we live in a world of you know professionalism which is always a thing but today when it comes to running a business like if you're going to have a product people need to know like why they need to buy this like what's the point of buying this do you use the product and I think in the world of seeing fake influencing which is quite a thing now um, that has led people to sort of mistrust the use of some products you know it doesn't matter it could be a cream it could be it could be a ju- juice, it could be tea, it could be whatever. Um, so, you know, for people to really get in touch with your product, you want to reasonably price your product. And if you can, I mean, you know, things that don't take a lot of time are things like ebooks or, um, you know, giving people coupon codes. Like, there are so many things that you can do. Um, coupon codes are probably the best if you, you know, if you don't have some other service that you could offer especially if you have a product-based business. If you have a service-based business, that's a bit different because you can sort of manipulate your time as to what you can offer. Whether that's like, you know, people come and get a massage and they get 50% off of a, uh, off a, like a facial or, you know, whether it's free facial or whatever to your long-standing customers. Because this is how you get people to come back. When people feel passionately about your business and about you, they will continuously support you. It doesn't matter um, about, well, it kind of does these days what you do, but people will continuously support you based upon how they feel about you. And if you want people to feel good, you do have to, I'm going to say this, solicit yourself in that way, right? You have to give people more than what they technically pay for. I mean, because if you want them to recommend you and, you know, it's like when you go to someone, like, for example, where I go and I get my nails done, I love getting my nails done there. She does a really good job with my nails. She always does what I want. I've been going there for a very long time at this point. Um, And I support her business because I just, you know, when people ask me, I tag her um, because I, I like what she does and her personality suits mine. And You know, in a previous podcast, obviously, I've spoken about, you know, being likable or whatever. And being likable is really important. But what's more important for your business growth is reciprocity. What you give is what you get. If you give customers an experience or a memory or something that's tied with you, then they will always want to work with you, irregardless of what may happen. They will always want to work with you. They will always keep you in your mind. They will always support you even when you have a new business venture or whatever. I've grown very close to some of my families um, because I, I ask them what it is that they want me to teach their loved one, right? In the social service sector, or the social sector in general, there's not a lot of that, right? It's pretty much cut like this is what you have to do. This is what it is. And I don't necessarily believe that because all people, especially with intellectual, with DD um, and GD, GD and all the rest of them, it's actually really difficult to know. Every, like, people's disabilities are different. Some of them 
Some people can read very well. Some people can't. Some people have fine motor issues. Others do. Like, you know, it's just, it's kind of like, it's not a one size fits all. So with my own personal business, I get to operate it in the way that I want to operate it to the services that I see fit. Now, I do have other businesses as well, which is what I'm going to talk about. In terms of, I do have a business that is mostly, um, I'm going to say not, it's kind of like retail and I do have sales occasionally. Right now it's down. It'll be back up soon again. Um, but I do have sales cause I think that that's really important, but in a product based business, I don't do much upcharging on that one cause the prices are reasonably low. For Real Queen Hypnosis, I will definitely be slashing prices in 2022 because I think mental health support is really important and it's something that I am really passionate about in so many different ways, um, you know, because everybody can use help and support. And so look out for that in 2022. I'm definitely going to be making some price adjustments there. Um, now, I, I operate with reciprocity with all my businesses, including RHQ, because RHQ is my baby. But aside from RHQ, RHQ being my baby, it is also, um, you know, it is a service. And oftentimes I let clients go over their allotted time um, without a charge because I am, even though it is a service, um, you know, when people feel like they need to vent, I am a huge believer in venting. I think venting is really important. Um, so I do do that. And of course, this is not saying that everybody can do that, but there is always a way in your business to give people something, whether it is a coupon, whether it is a code, whether it is something, it also makes people feel really special and it makes them feel really grateful for knowing you and having you in their space, right? Because like I've said before, in many podcasts, uh, just because you do something, there are 700,000 or 700 people or 7 million people that do the same thing that you do. The question is, why am I coming to you? What is it that you do that I like? Maybe it's your personality. Maybe I enjoy talking to you. Maybe I find you very helpful. You know, for me personally in my business, especially when it comes to um, working with vulnerable people, I plan events. I look for things to do. During COVID, it's a bit more difficult, but I spend time looking for things to do And I send people charts and ask them what they want to do. And that's kind of how I work. I work within my time frame because I'm running my business and I make time for it. Um, For me, when I work with them, it doesn't feel like work because it's A, my business and B, I'm really passionate about it. So I find different ways to give back. I plan events. I try to attend. um, Like I, I think I've said this before on my podcast. It's really important that I show up for my client's birthdays and things like that because I think, um, It's just, to me, it's really important um, because it shows that, you know, sure, you're my client, but I also highly respect you. And, you know, for a lot of people, birthdays are a big deal. It doesn't matter how old you are, birthdays are a big deal. So my message that I just want to communicate today is even though we are in the holiday season, I want you guys to take with you into the next year and the years to follow and continuously remember that reciprocity is really, really important. When I think about, um, you know, forget business, let's just think about like the food banks. You know, there's a food scarcity right now happening all over the world, but specifically in Toronto and Ontario. And, you know, I am really happy and really blessed that I can personally, when I buy my groceries, I can buy extra groceries and donate it to food banks and also community fridges. 
I am a huge believer in reciprocity because, guys, in this life, you never know when you may need to use, whether it is a community fridge or a food bank or anything. Um, so knowing that you, if you can and you should, you should definitely give back to whatever of your choice. It doesn't have to be a food bank or a community fridge. It could be whatever. And I apply these same principles in my business because I think it is extremely important. I believe in reciprocity and I believe that in business it's the exact same thing. What you give is what you get. How much effort and time you put in is what you will get. If there is something that you can do that is of low cost or no cost to you, whether that is sending a friendly text message, wishing clients happy birthday, um, giving a birthday deal or special or some sort of personalized touch, I think that you should apply that in your business. Anyways, guys, I love you guys so much. And thank you so much for listening to the podcast. It is doing so well this year. I love you guys. Thank you. Bye, guys. And thank you so much for listening to K-Talk. I will see you next time.